From the campus of Stanford University and on location, this is the Entrepreneur's Radio Show and Podcast featuring in-depth one-on-one interviews with purpose-driven entrepreneurs and high-performance game changers committed to extraordinary ideas, preeminence, and multi-generational success. Our radio show and podcast illuminates the struggles, breakthroughs, and exceptional outcomes these game changers bring to industries, organizations, and lives. Hosted by Tom Dioro, principal of Podfather Media. For our guest today, uh, please welcome Pujan Kumar. Pujan is the CEO and co-founder at Clumio, bringing 18 years of experience in cloud computing and storage. Pujan founded and built... Pernix Data that was acquired by Nutanix in 2016. He then served as Vice President of Engineering and Products. Earlier in his career, he was Head of Data Products at VMware and Founder at Oracle Exadata. For more information, feel free to visit Clumio.com. Again, Clumio.com. Pujan, honored to have you on our show. Thank you very much for being here. Thank you, Tom. Really appreciate the opportunity. Pujan, if you don't mind, we like to start our show off with something light. If you can think back, you know, even if it was a long time ago or maybe even recently, something that may have occurred that uh, uh, initially it might have been a little uh, uh, shocking or, or, or off offbeat, but now you look back with a sense of humor. Oh, uh, hmm. I, I would say I, I go back uh, almost uh, 20 years ago. Okay. I think... Uh, some of this is probably relevant to you know what's happening in the world right now, especially for people graduating. So I graduated uh, you know almost twenty years ago, and uh, and you know as you as 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 folks here who are uh, you know my age group will remember that we <laughs> did go through a big downturn. You know we had a a big boom in two thousand, and then the whole thing crashed, right? And sure. then you know the September eleventh. So there's a lot of things that happened around that time. And so that was the time around which I was I was graduating. I was in the midst of, of graduating back then. Mm-hmm. And uh, my first job was supposed to be with, with Oracle. And uh, like many other big companies right now, they had suddenly gone in a freeze, right, back <laughs> then, right? And so so that was a, a big shock for me because I was looking forward to joining the company and the company went into a freeze. You know, I ended up going, you know, you know somewhere else. And then uh, they reached back to me. Uh, and said, okay, you know, we are ready for you now. And I basically asked myself the question that, okay, should I let inertia come in the way or should I make the decision that was true for me a few months ago? And, uh, you know, thankfully, you know, I made the right call and went back to the job, uh, you know, only six months later. And uh, even though it was a big shock while all this was happening, you know, for the first few months and this changes, rapid changes I had to do uh, in my career twice, uh, but I think it all worked out very well. If you look at my 20 year career now. Yeah. Excellent. Now, it sounds like did you ask yourself, you know, that questions uh, when there's something that's not exactly as as planned. Is that something that you you have to do almost daily um, with your firm? So I think, you know, there's something to be said about and I think I, I get inspired by, you know, the, the famous Steve Jobs uh, mm. commencement speech, right? No, sure. uh, that people might might remember where, you know, it all, you know, it's it's very obvious looking back and the dots do connect, as he says, you know, looking back, right? And I think that is uh, some uh, statement that I, I take to heart, right? Which, you know, at the spur of the moment, while you're going through something, you feel like, okay, why is this happening? Should this happen or not? Whether it's a company strategy 
whether it's a decision you're making, you know, people wise or, or whatever it might be. But I think generally speaking, I think you have to believe that, you know, as, as, as you, you know, go by your gut and, and keep moving forward, you know, some of these things become very clear to you, you know, looking back, right? So, so these are things yes. that I think about on an ongoing basis, but I do have the firm belief that, you know, ultimately it will all work out as you, as you look back and the dots will connect as Steve Jobs used to say. Now, how about the uh, culture, if you will, at uh, Clumio? How would you describe the culture? Yeah, no, I, uh, great, great question. And I think, um, you know, this, this question uh, has been asked uh, many times. I'll give you a little bit of uh, history also, if you don't mind. Sure. So, uh, so my, 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 uh, my previous company, Pernix Data, and I was the first time CEO in that company. And then, you know, people used to come and ask me about culture and what's the culture like and all that. As the first time CEO, obviously, I was not thinking about those things very actively. So I used to come up with answers at the spur of the moment based on the actions we used to take and, and so on and so forth. But as a second time, you know, entrepreneur and a second time CEO now at Clumio, this is uh, one thing that uh, we, we took a lot of time you know, internalizing even when we started the company, right? When we started the company, me and my two co-founders, we basically sat in the room. We basically wrote down all the things that uh, are going to be important to us as we build this company out. And, and by that time, we were just three of us, obviously. And so we kind of wrote down all of our, our values, all of our thought processes that are going to be important to us. And then we kind of took it together and found themes in it and came up with, you know, what we call trust, which is the center of our, our culture, which obviously means something. And each letter in that word. So if you come to the Clumi offices today, you see it uh, in, a, in a couple of walls where we kind of articulate out what each letter means and how we define the culture of the company uh, with, you know, with that word being, being at the center of everything. And then, you know, with each of the values uh, underneath that. But I think most important, I think, is at the end of the day, I think you can do all of these. But I think the definition of culture for me is, you know, are you, you know, being transparent about all of these things? And are you keeping yourself, you know, accountable for all of these values that you're putting uh, in front of everybody? And I think if you're walking that line at all times is when this culture definition has a life, right? Otherwise, it just becomes something on the wall, you know. Uh, that nobody really, you know, pays attention to other than in, in it, it looking good. But but effectively, I think, you know, some of these things are things that you have to show in every action you do and make sure that people understand that they can ask and say, okay, you know, you, you define this culture this way, but you're not acting that way, right? And I think if you can do that, that is when you make it, make it real, right? And so that's the kind of things we do. Uh, we take it to the next level in the company in terms of, uh, using tools like Slack to <laughs> flatten all communication. We share all of uh, you know, our financials, everything that's happening behind closed doors in a board meeting. We go and share with the entire company after the board meeting and so on and so forth, right? So we basically make it, we demystify this whole thing. We make it an open book. And that makes each individual in the company feel like they belong and this is their company. That's terrific. Now, you go back to something that you, you shared along with trust is the values. How about even growing up, even as a family? Because it sounds very uh, like uh, like you've had a, a good family that uh, you're able to instill those values. How much did your personal life growing up help with your actual business life, too? 
Yeah, no, I think uh, you know, I, I I come from modest beginnings. I grew up in India. I spent the first twenty years of my uh, life there. The last twenty plus years of my life in the in the US, right? And so, if you if you look at my upbringing, I think this definitely has a big role to play in terms of uh, my values even today, right? Uh, you know, as I said, modest beginnings, a middle class family, and so obviously, you know, there, there was never a, a surplus of things. No, obviously, I, I was not. There's no poverty either, but there's never okay. a surplus uh, of things. There's always, you know, intrinsic value uh, being placed on all the things that you had to your disposal, and there was a lot of value being placed in terms of working hard, you know, to get what you want, right? You know, there's talent and there's hard work, and I tell people all the time, right? You know, talent you can have or not, but hard work is something that is irreplaceable, right? So you have to work hard towards what you get. And my dad always said that, right? And I, when I told him. <laughs> that you know i did this uh a, a great thing let's just say you know for a day or two is like yeah come back to me after you have done it for two years oh. right Consist- consistently right and that oh, sounded okay. very weird when you heard it for the first time especially as a as a kid growing up or even for that matter even in, even today but i think there's a lot of truth to it right which is you know as you think about like in in a tech space we build companies right you know innovation product technology sales sales marketing any aspect of technology business it's all about consistency it doesn't matter what you did last quarter or last year it what matters is what you're doing now and the year after and the and the and the year after because there is no finish line of a company right it keeps going it keeps going so the consistency is is extremely important that attention to detail is very important and i think i learned all of this you know growing up uh, you know in a in a in, in the family i did I like that the consistency and there's another word correct me if I'm wrong but a hard work is is it irreplaceable Yeah there's no there's no is like as I say that there's no compression algorithm there's no shortcut to experience I think hard work is is completely irreplaceable That's terrific you're listening to the entrepreneurs radio show and podcast on KZSU Stanford 90.1 FM we're talking today with Pujan Kumar CEO and co-founder at Clumio. For more information, feel free to visit clumio.com. Again, that's clumio.com. Pujan, if you don't mind, if you can go into that, that consistency, because I think it's really important um, in, in any parts of life, personal and business. Why do you feel so strongly about you know ex- exhibiting a level of quality consistency? Yeah, so I think see if you if you look at like like take me as an example at some level, right? So you know I've had a you know I've been fortunate to have a good career uh, in technology. We've built some you know great products at Oracle and and VMware and at Pernix and Nutanix and all that. But but when you start a new company, right? Which is we started Clumi about you know two and a half years ago. You get in the room. You you know when you try to go and raise money for the company, you you get an opportunity to get in a room of a of a great venture capitalist because of your past and because of the idea you have and all of that good stuff so that's mm-hmm. awesome right sure. but after you have done that and let's just say you've raised money for your venture and all that when you start you're starting with again a blank sheet of paper and now every person that you're attracting into the company who's betting their you know professional life and you know family and you know you know future riches or whatever it might be the case on you or the company is ultimately looking at not what you did last 20 years right mm. it doesn't matter it's what you're doing here right 
are you making clumio successful in this particular example are you, you know what are you doing here and are you going to basically make you know the company successful the person betting you betting at you in in, in terms of the employee in the company or uh, or investor or whoever the persona might be or the customer for that matter right just because you sold them something awesome last time around doesn't mean that you know it, it that's what is going to translate today right so so every person around you is relying on the same things that you did the same consistency that you delivered things in the last whatever time they you they they're relying on on you doing that now and that's what i tell everybody coming the company also it's great you've had a great career you did some amazing things in google or facebook or wherever you came from but that's what is getting you here right at the, at the end of the day now what matters is what you're going to do here not what you did you know before right so that's what i i mean by that consistency and and hard work and that you know that you know you know can go can do attitude and keep going attitude which is you know uh, what we all thrive on which is what the startup ecosystem in silicon valley thrives on and candidly every person who works in startups and creates companies you know ultimately self selects themselves because they are those kind of people terrific how about the clientele at clumio can you share with us you know, you, you don't have to of course share names but can you share with us your clientele and the type of uh, uh, people that you work with and companies that you work with. Yes, I. Uh, you know, if you if you if you look at Clumio, right, we are building a horizontal platform to really go and deliver a, a service to to do the bread and butter use case around protecting the most important thing of uh, any any customer has, which is data, right? Mm-hmm. Because data is the lifeblood of any organization, as we know, right? so we build a horizontal platform to do that so pretty much any company out there right that is storing anything digitally is a potential client or a customer of this platform right and so to that effect um, you know if you look at you know all of our uh, our customers today i think it just basically broad you know goes a very broad range right from government agencies you know to insurance companies to you know automotive companies to you name it right to banks and stuff like that the financial services companies we have basically you know you think of a, a vertical a healthcare you know you think of a vertical you probably have you know a customer or more within the vertical because we are a very very horizontal player overall yeah. do do potential clients uh reach out to you do you reach out to them both yeah it happens both ways i would say you know our uh, our selling motion is uh, is a combination of going through what we call is a channel out there that we make aware of our product and they go and pitch it to the customers we have our own direct sales force that goes uh, to to customers and then obviously we have a marketing machine that helps uh, attract you know customers to us right so at any point of time there's like multiple of these sources that we have that we leverage between the channel our own sellers and the marketing machine that we build to to get uh, in front of customers and you know show them the power of the the product and the simplicity and then essentially sign them up on what we call is a subscription uh, okay. you know business model that they essentially pay uh, as they use the product and service is there a, a size that's too small or too large actually no right uh, having said that i think if you look at you know the entire spectrum of of businesses out there like you know you have you have you know a few million you know businesses out there out of which you know you have 
you know, a good mid-market, you know, size of the business, which is, you know, tens of thousands of companies. And then obviously you have your global, you know, 10,000 companies, right, which are responsible for 60 to 70% of the budget. I wouldn't say we go out to the long tail, right, uh, of the millions of customers. We won't say them no. If somebody comes to us and wants to use the service, it's running in the cloud, in the public cloud. So obviously we'll onboard them. But our focus, if you look at from a sales and marketing perspective, is for those you know tens of thousands or hundred thousand companies out there that we call it that the mid market and above is where we spend our energy on in terms of uh, getting them on the platform. Yes. So uh, another question is, I'm curious how you uh, uh, came up with the name Clumio. Yeah, no, I think that's a good question, right? I think uh, and it goes back to my 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 startup before, right? In my my previous company, uh, Pernix, I was very uh, fixated on an idea of uh, creating a name that means something. So Pernix actually stands for like active and uh, nimble or fast in Latin, right? And so that was the, the genesis of the word. Uh, coming to Clumio this time, I, I, I really wanted a name just that's easy to remember, two or three syllables. Uh, obviously, wanted to build a cloud company. So mm-hmm. we, we kind of used uh, Cumulus as our origination, right? Mm-hmm. We said, okay, we want to start with Cumulus. Obviously, Cumulus was not available. And so we kind of, you know, uh, played around with Cumulus and come up, came up with uh, Clumio, right? It by itself means nothing, but it has its genesis in Cumulus, which means cloud. Okay. Now, we'll go back again to the culture at Clumio. What, um, what have you seen, or maybe let's do it this way. What, in your experience, made you say, you know what, if I creating the kind of company that I believe can be successful long-term, what what type of people do you bring at Clumio that you know reflect kind of your values and your 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 mindset? Yeah, so I think uh, you know one of the most important things uh, that we look at uh, in any person that we we get at Clumio is you know obviously step one is you know what what have done in the in the past if it's somebody graduating from school in terms of their pedigree and coursework and hard work and all of those things. You look at those signals. Obviously, if somebody's coming from the industry, you look at those signals. But ultimately, we look at the right ambition of the, of the individual. Because, see, a company can be as ambitious as the sum total of its people, right? Because at mm. the end of the day, a company is, is, is a living and breathing entity of its, of its people. And if the people within the company have the right ambition to learn and grow, and disrupt the company has an opportunity to have you know magnify that ambition multiplied by the number of people and has the opportunity to go and grow and be ambitious and be disruptive right so so that's the right ambition we look for and as mm-hmm. i said before you have this self selection that happens for people who come in startups like lumio and that's what silicon valley thrives on where there are people who want to come and they want to come and and do some great work you know uh, learn a lot do some great work and ultimately want to be at a place where they've learned enough so that someday they can go and do a Clumio of their own, right? And so that is what we, we always look at, right? We want to create that environment where we attract these people, where they feel they're going to come and learn. And our, and our own definition of success is going to be where we not only we become successful, but we create enough of those next generation of entrepreneurs where people are going to go out someday not just to find another job, mm-hmm. but to go and create something, right? So, so my definition of culture is, can we create an environment? Have we created an environment 
that gives an opportunity for people to do their best work and have the best years of their professional life and learn along the way so that they both contributed to the success of the company as well as you know are in a position to do something interesting later on and so that's the attributes you look like we look for uh, when we get somebody in and then we have created an environment for them to thrive that's excellent this is the entrepreneurs radio show and podcast on kzsu stanford 90.1 fm uh one of the uh, associations that you have that i really like uh, pujan is uh, second harvest i'm going to re- go ahead and read a, a brief public service uh, announcement and uh, uh, invite you to share your experience with them as well at second harvest um, they believe that hunger is unacceptable they provide food to an average of over a quarter million children families and seniors every month through their programs and an expansive network of over 300 nonprofit partners at over 1,000 sites. Uh, you can find them at Second Harvest at shfb.org. Again, shfb.org. We're talking today with Pujan Kumar, CEO and co-founder at Clumio. For more information, feel free to visit Clumio at their website of Clumio, C-L-U-M-I-O.com. If uh, Pujan, can you share, uh, you know, briefly, you know, your association and connection with the Second Harvest? Yeah, no, it's been a phenomenal organization for us. Uh, you know, as as you know, right? You know, we we you know we want to be in the business of uh, you know technology, but also we want to give back to the community. You know, to the extent we can. You know, as a, as a small startup, right? So uh, to that effect, I think Second Harvest has been a phenomenal partner. They. They, they obviously have their mission around making sure people have access to the most basic thing out there, which is which is food. And uh, we are basically, you know, helping uh, our own folks who have, might not have the time, but have the intent to, go, you know, essentially contribute. And Second Harvest makes it very easy for all of our folks to essentially, you know, help uh, our communities around uh, with food and other basic essentials. That's excellent. I, if I want to go back again, uh, Pujan, to that, I like what you said about living, breathing entity. I've not heard anyone talk about their organization as a living, breathing entity. Can you share with uh, your audience today what that means to you? Yeah, so it's, it's like, it's. I think uh, it really comes down to, you know, looking at every individual in the organization. And I spend a, a fair bit of time thinking about it is like, why is you know, this individual going to join Clumio because I think, you know, obviously we have a little bit of different times right now with, with COVID, but if you look at normal times, you know, each individual that comes to a place like Clumio, and which by the way is still true given our size, uh, you know, each individual that comes to Clumio is at Clumio or is going to join Clumio, they have multiple options, right? They are in Silicon Valley. This is the tech hub of the country and the smartest of people have a lot of options uh, when they join a company or when they are uh, in a company, they get recruited at all times and you have to assume they're recruited at all times, right? And mm. so now the question to answer is, why is this individual going to join you and why is this individual going to stay here and contribute to the success of the company? And which is where I think it becomes very important for the organization to come to life you know, as an entity because you know you have to have that sense of ownership of the entire the overall mission of the company, but also 
a certain amount of respect and understanding of you know everybody around you because at the end of the day see every person in the company does their job like i do my job right mm-hmm. the other person is doing their job somebody in support or marketing or engineering or sales so everybody is doing their job but then collectively we have to understand and respect each other we have to trust each other which is again the core value for us sure, trust, trust for each individual to be able to do their job right and at the end of the day go toward the the mission of the company right and so that sense has to be there and that sense is only possible if you truly you know keep everything in front of everybody at all times so that they know that this is their company right that is what you have to keep doing at obviously infinite scale we are in the very early days of of that journey oh that's terrific pujan is there anything that we may not have touched on uh during your show today that you'd like to share to share with your audience yeah uh you know uh for me i would say that uh you know i've been i've been fortunate when obviously i i i came to stanford you know 20 plus years ago graduated from stanford was in silicon valley you know saw a lot of you know startup action uh, mm-hmm. around me and then learned a lot and got great opportunities here to do what uh, you know what what i've been doing but you know what i tell you know what i tell everybody is at the end of the day you know if you have if you have an ambition if you have you know a goal that you want to achieve just you know work relentlessly relentlessly towards it at any point of time i think you got to ask yourself the question that what am i doing today is that furthering me towards the goal i want to get to right and i think if you if you can you know be honest about it and 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 answer that question honestly and keep working towards that i think you will achieve uh, that goal you might have to be a little bit more patient at times and i think patience does pay off but but i think that's what i'll say right i think there's no substitute to hard work as we talked about and it just uh, it's about you know being very conscious about everything you're doing and is it really you know helping you towards your long term goal Pujan, it's been a real honor and pleasure having you today. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Tom, for the opportunity and the and, and the great questions, and 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 really excited to do this with you. Thank you very much. Uh, we've been honored. You've been listening to the Entrepreneurs Radio Show and Podcast. Our guest today has been Pujan Kumar. Pujan is the CEO and co-founder at Clumio, bringing eighteen years of experience in cloud computing and storage. Pujan founded and built Pernix Data that was acquired by Nutanix in 2016. He then served as Vice President of Engineering and Products. For more information, feel free to visit Clumio at clumio.com. Join us again next time when we welcome another purpose-driven entrepreneur or high-performing game changer committed to ideas, positive outcomes, and a better world. I'm Tom Dior. The Entrepreneur's radio show and podcast is recorded at Stanford University Studios in Palo Alto, California, and on location. The chief audio engineer is Eris Chikopoulos. Chief engineer is Mark Lawrence, and we are all assisted by Peter Caroline and Omar L. Sabrao. And the executive producer and host of The Entrepreneur's Show is Tom Dior. If you wish to contact us, our email is interviews at kzsu.stanford.edu. Again, that's interviews at kzsu.stanford.edu. Thank you.